B98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. When is it too young for a kid to have a cell phone? Ooh. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I guess it really depends on the situation and how mature the kid is. My niece, Avery, same as your daughter's name, yeah. got a iPhone for Christmas. I think she was around Avery's age, seven, eight, nine. Okay. Maybe it was nine. And she opened the iPhone. My sister didn't tell anybody she'd got her daughter an iPhone. And you could just feel the tension in the room yeah. when she opened it. Everybody oh. was quietly judging. And yeah. It was not a, a Merry Christmas. Well, I mean, I, I we were in a situation yesterday where my daughter could have used a cell phone. I mean, it was... It was like a security issue. Yeah. So wow. Fridays, or excuse me, Mondays are always uh, horseback riding days, lesson yeah. days. They are at my house, too. Yeah, right. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, it's a typical Monday, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, the the, uh, the horseback riding teacher at my daughter's little stable doesn't want the parents there. She, My daughter's horseback riding teacher is an ex-elementary uh, school teacher, and she is firm, strict, no gray area. Like, you get out. I'm teaching your kid. I don't want them looking at you while I'm teaching your kid. Mm-hmm. And having tried to teach my kid like swimming and stuff, yeah. I think that's a gift. For sure. <laughs> and, and, and so it's a nice little routine where I'll drop Avery off, she'll run into the barn, and then I go down, there's a, a Publix down the street, and I'll get some stuff that my wife needs that we don't really need. Uh, and then I'll come back and pick Avery up. So I dropped her off yesterday. Her horseback riding's at, at 4.30, and she's a half hour. So I go to Publix, come back, and it's like 4.55, and Avery usually trots back out or she's sitting on a bench. Uh, 455, 5 o'clock, 505, 508. I'm like, what is going on in there? I go inside the barn, empty. There's nobody there. Did you lose your mind? Did your heart sink into your stomach? And like, instantly, I'm like, Avery, Avery. She's like, I'm down here with Paloma, daddy. I'm fine. Uh Who's Paloma? (laughs) Uh, One of the horses. She's brushing one of the horses. She'd given it a bath. I'm like, honey, what is going on? Where's Miss Valerie? Where's your uh, teacher? She's like, I have no clue. I'm like, we got to get out of here. I don't know what's going on. So we get in the car and I call my wife. I'm like, you need to call Miss Valerie coach right now. Avery was here by herself for like 38 minutes. And of course, my wife's like, yeah. <laughs> and so my wife finally gets a hold, hold of the coach, and the coach is like, oh, we had a horse show this week, and we're still gone. <gasps> they didn't send a note? No, what? they didn't. And, the, and, and the, the teacher lives at the stable, so like the, there was a couple cars and or like trucks there. I didn't even think anything of it. I didn't right. think that like, you know, if you pull up to a building and there's no cars, like, oh, no yeah, one's yeah. here. It, that, would, that would be normal there because they live there. So it was a very, um, you know, so oh, then I started gosh. to think, like, we need some sort of a communication device. A communication device called you get your tush out of the truck, regardless of what you see in the parking lot going forward, to make sure that you hand your child off to, to the, the right appropriate person. adult. Yeah. That takes so much effort. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> much easier to spend $900 on an iPhone. Right, right, right. <laughs> B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning, I'm Tad. Hey, Drex. Hey, good morning. Hey, Kara. Good morning. Let's play a fun little game called Am I Being Adorable, Hysterical, and Charming, or Just a Jerk? <laughs> uh, my wife, Jessica, is on the phone, and I can already tell you that she's voting jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so I, we were on the beach um, on vacation when our five-year-old decided that he wanted to go back to the room Um and Jess had left her phone in the room and wanted me to escort them back to the room, not to carry things, 
not for safety, but just because I had the code on my phone that she needed to punch into the keypad to get into the room. And I couldn't understand why she couldn't commit this number to memory if I could remember the number. Mm -hmm. Like, why couldn't she? And so we had this little back and forth. I mean, she's got a sharp young mind, right? Feeble old (laughs) Taddy can remember it. You can. Come on. So we go back and forth on this. She's like, why can't you just kind of... It's like a typical... Sure. What's not spousal argument, right? That's typical up to that point. Mm. Mates always do that, right? What's not typical is is that maybe I tend to have a little difficulty letting things go. (laughs) Like uh, what she finds extremely frustrating, my not would be willing to go back to the room and all of that. Um, I find. Awesome. Like, I, I just relish in it. And so I've been bringing up this door code whenever I get the chance. Jessica's on the phone. You've been listening to this. Some fun revisionist history right there, right. but uh, go on. Remember, remember the code? You guys probably remember it by now. Two star three, four, six, five, nine. So this weekend, we got one of those Yale locks that's Google Nest. Okay. Yeah. 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 Electronic deadbolt. Right. Yeah. yeah. For your front door. Okay. For your front door. Yeah. Okay. So I installed it, and I programmed oh, no, you didn't. the door lock. So the code to get into my house is two star three. Stop it, Tad! <laughs> it's not. He told me. He told me, and he's giggling like he's just so clever and cute. And I was like, "That's ugly." Don't do that. She was so mad, and I was just like, "Oh, come on! This is fantastic. This number will be with us for the rest of our lives." I refuse to remember it. I, out of principle, I will not ever remember it. I'm making my own code. I don't care. I don't want it. I don't want that in my life. So there's no little part of this, Jessica, that's like a cute kind of throwback inside joke no. in your marriage. Okay. <laughs> no. There was nothing cute about it. Like the whole thing was not cute. And this is extra not cute. What have I said before? Kara, you and I have good laughs all morning long, right? Yeah. And then I married the one person on earth that doesn't that find doesn't me think the you're least funny. bit amusing. Because I have to live with you. <laughs> <laughs> what what can be done to uh, put this thing to rest, though, with the door code and all that? Because it seems like it keeps getting brought up. He can have that 15-digit door code. I'm going to change mine because you can make your own personal one. Um, I will change mine. I don't care. You can have that crazy one. I got to tell you, you're going to have to remember the number because... Ultimately, one day when you kill me and I'm no longer around, that is the master code to that <laughs> door lock. <laughs> Listen, a woman will find a way. Your next husband will need that number to program his own number in. Mm-hmm. Dad, okay. you may have just shot yourself in the foot because now all of Atlanta knows the code to your house. Yeah. They don't have the address. <laughs> <laughs> we can work on that, right, Jess? Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's Todd and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. Brought to you by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Uh, it's going to be cloudy, scattered showers this morning and then dry this afternoon. There's a nice little switch. 79 for a high. What's going on, Kara? They call them stupid criminals for a very good reason. Cherokee County police are looking for the owner of a winning lottery ticket. It was left behind after this person ran from deputies during a traffic (laughs) stop on I-75. So Captain Jay Baker is with Cherokee County Sheriff's Office, and he says the passenger in the vehicle may want to get that backpack back, but um, 
there were some drugs in it. So okay. and drugs are bad. Drugs are real bad. Okay, so they put the word out on social media. They sent me uh, just an image of the uh, winning lottery ticket, and we just thought, what the heck, we'll put it up on social media and, and let the owner of it know he can come pick it up at our jail. Well, and you always hear the stupid criminal stories. This is going to work. They're, they're gonna, yeah, they're going to fall for it. Absolutely. That's my, that's that, my was my, yeah. that was my lottery ticket, but that wasn't my drugs. Right. right. And it was a $100 <laughs> lottery ticket, a $100 scratcher. So if you think of the fines and the jail time and everything, not worth it. Well, I mean, at least right. it helps you out with some bond a little bit. <laughs> I'm curious, if you guys were to rob a gas station, what item would you have left behind? Because that's what you always buy at the gas station. Does that make any yeah. sense? Like, what is your go-to gas? You go into the gas station, you only get one thing. Gas. Yeah. Oh, really? I have a hard time wrapping my head around if I'm robbing a gas station. Drex, let me ask you. Yeah. What uh, would you and why everything that's on the rollers? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. They would get my DNA off of a taquito. No question. <laughs> oh, yeah. gosh. Let's get a good feeling. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. Throw on those Uggs, grab that PSL, and get ready for the most fun fall adventure. At the corner of Highway 347 and Hog Mountain Road out in Hall County is 30 acres waiting for us. It's the Buford Corn Maze. It's actually been named one of the best in the country two years in a row. In addition to this giant corn maze that you can get lost in, a hayride, a play area with this giant bounce pillow for the kids, even a cute little petting zoo with all the little baby animals from the farm. Wait, hold on a second, but coronavirus... So, owner Rodney Miller says that they've gone to extensive lengths to make sure that people are going to be safe. We created guidelines, uh, pretty stringent guidelines. They're on our website. You can look at those. When you come here, we want to make everybody comfortable. We try to keep our employees 15 feet away from people. So they're canceling everything else. We can at least have some fall fun over at the corn maze. I had a name for that. What was it called? You said 30-something, 30, 30 maze or something like 30 that? 30 acres. 30 acres. It's called the Buford Corn Maze. You should open a corn maze on 30A down in Florida Yeah, and call it 30 acres. If you can find 30 acres of available land in 30A, right? you let me know. You exactly. You're rich. Yeah. TMZ and People Magazine call her to see what's happening. Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5. All right, Stacy and Winder. Hello. Hi. Could you do us a favor and kick Kara out of the studio? Yes, Kara. Get lost. See you, Stacy. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. That's like something your mom would say. Like, get lost. Go to your room. Get lost. <laughs> I brought you into this world. I'll take you right out. Yeah. We're going to ask you five <laughs> pop culture trivia questions while Kara stands outside the room. We'll bring her back in. We'll ask her the same questions. All you have to do, Stacy, is answer more correctly than Kara can, and she'll have to pay you $100 cash, okay? Okay. Okay. Question one. Robert Pattinson has recovered from COVID-19 and will resume filming as this Cape's Crusader. Batman. Number two, Kanye West tweeted that he's the new Moses. True or false, Moses built the ark. True. Number three, Axl Rose said he's not a Trump fan, but Trump loves Guns N' Roses, saying Blank Rain is his favorite music video. Now, this is not Prince we're talking about. We're talking about a Guns N' Roses song called Blank Rain. Mm. And that cold rain. <laughs> 
cold vein. I'm doing everything. <laughs> She's going to take cold. <laughs> okay. Number four, Carol Baskins made her Dancing with the Stars debut last night and pulled in the evening's lowest score. Who's the new host of Dancing with the Stars? Tyra Banks. Number five, Drew Barrymore had her two Charlie's Angels co-stars on the premiere of her new talk show yesterday. Can you name them both? Drew Barrymore and two other people, Charlie's Angels. Um, Cameron Diaz and Christy Liu. Let's bring Kara back. In. I'll give Stacy half a point. How you about will? that? Okay. Yeah. All right. So Stacy getting two and a half right this morning. Two and a half. That means if there's a two to two tie, Stacy will actually pull this thing off. Don't worry, Kara. <laughs> Are you ready for the same questions? I'm ready. Number one. Bob Pattinson is recovered from COVID-19 and will resume filming as this Cape Crusader. Bob Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Just, Batman. Yeah. That's what Stacey said, one-to-one. Number two, Kanye West tweeted that he's the new Moses. True or false, Moses built the ark. That's false. Yeah, Noah built the ark, Stacey. Come on. It's uh, two-to-one. <laughs> she said false. Number three, Axel Rose said he's not a fan of Donald Trump, but Donald Trump loves Guns and Roses, saying Blank Rain is his favorite music video. November rain. In that cold November rain. Stacy's just said cold rain. <laughs> All right. Three to one. Kara's up. Number four. Carol Baskins made her Dancing with the Stars debut last night. Who is the new host of Dancing with the Stars? Tyra Banks. Yeah. So Stacy said, Kara, you're still up four to two, though. Finally, number five. Drew Barrymore had her two Charlie's Angels co stars on the premiere of her new talk show yesterday. Can you name them both? Cameron Diaz and Lucy Liu. Stacy said Christy Liu. Give her a half a point there. All right, final score five to two and a half. Stacy and Winder, are you smarter than Kara? Oh, man. I think if I would have had my coffee first, maybe. Agreed. But... Yeah. 859 wins and 31 losses, Kara. Likely story. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Sorry, Stacy. <laughs> B98.5. Do you have any wild animals living in your neighborhood? <laughs> I cannot believe how often I see insanity happening all around. It's like this exotic pet world is fascinating. And now what, people are hiring goats to to mow their lawn. Yeah, the, this has been going on for a while. My friend had a group of goats over at her house last summer to clear out some brush. And I guess it was like 3 a.m. Sunday morning. A man in Buckhead had uh, gotten a notification that something was at his back door. And when he went to go check, it was 16 goats that had gotten loose from a neighbor's house that was there doing that exact thing, cleaning out some brush. So by daybreak, the entire neighborhood had gotten out there to wrangle these 16 goats and get them back to the property they were supposed to be at. I'll bet you, I bet we're going to see more of this. More, you're going to see more and more neighbors, more and more people in your neighborhood with exotic pets outside of a dog or a cat or something like that because of the pandemic. You know, people had stayed home. Some people buying boats and guitars were like right. big. And some people are buying exotic pets. And we live in such a different city. If you think about a lot of cities, they have like your city center. And that's all the tall buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then from out, from out, you know, you get the sprawl Peeling or whatever. So, you, get, out, so yeah. you don't, you will. But here in Atlanta, we have the tall buildings in residential neighborhoods. Yeah. So I was walking through um, a section of Brookhaven that was kind of near the tall buildings and really nice houses. And there's like a whole bunch of like goats and stuff roaming around <laughs> in somebody's yard. And I was thinking the neighbors must love that. 
Well, the, we I, I'm not I'm not home early in the morning to see this, but I asked my wife to come on because she says that we have neighbors walking around with an exotic animal lately. April. Yeah, so it just started. I'd never seen these people before, but I was sitting in my office, and all of a sudden I, you know, noticed this new couple that I didn't recognize before walking through, and it was a husband, and he was carrying his cup of coffee while they were walking. And I, as I looked closer, I noticed that he had a toucan on his shoulder, like a, I don't know, like a big parrot or toucan or something. Anyway, it had a big beak, and it's really colorful, and um, I was just like, what is happening? He's literally walking through the neighborhood with this giant tropical bird on his shoulder, drinking his coffee and just talking with his wife. Was there a peg leg and an eye patch? <laughs> there was not. No, none of that. Million dollar that. question. Well, Everybody man. was wondering. I, I keep, April, I, I keep trying to get you to get a picture of this because I don't, I can't understand it. If you went over to a house and you saw a parakeet, that would be kind of normal, right? April, you're saying yeah. this is a full-on, like, toucan Sam <laughs> bird. It's a big bird, and the guy does not wear an eye patch, no. So, <laughs> In an odd game of one-upsmanship, are you ready for this? We have a guy that walks by the window of our house regularly with a monkey on his shoulder. No, I'm stop not it. No. This is what I'm telling you. That guy used to come out to Cocktail Cove with the monkey in the diaper on his shoulder. On a little leash. Well, there's a whole subset of people who treat monkeys like babies. It's weird. I mean, there's like a whole group. Of, there was a TV show about it. It's Carol Baskin's sister. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. All right, April, thank you very much. So we have a toucan and a monkey. We've got goats. <laughs> what you got? 404-741-0985. We don't stop until we're absolutely blown away. Fill in the zoo. 98.5, 80s, 90s, and now it's Tad, Drex, and Kara talking about exotic animals overtaking Atlanta. I mean, <laughs> everywhere you turn, you're seeing, like I was saying that there was a, there's a guy with a monkey that walks by my house. Your wife sees a... Oh, like a full-on Toucan Sam <laughs> dude walks by, and not, not just normal parakeet, like big predatory type bird. And then I had the police called on me because uh, the Amazon driver thought she heard a woman being murdered in my house. And it was actually the neighbor's goat screaming for breakfast next door. <laughs> I was in California um, years ago and I'm walking by and it was one of those same situations, Kara, where it was like, I thought it was a domestic thing. This woman was screaming bloody murder and a huge argument. And I got to the end of her driveway and I looked down and she was fighting with her bird. I don't know what kind of bird it was. It was like not a... I, if they were to go at it, the bird probably would have won. So I don't know. She should have maybe changed her tone. Can't reason with a bird. <laughs> Crystal in Atlanta, you got uh, an exotic uh, pet in the neighborhood. Yeah, so when I first got here i went i think it was somewhere downtown but it was like a we were going to like a restaurant and there's there's a group of people over by the um park mm -hmm. down there and this guy was just standing there like it was normal and he had a big old snake i guess i don't know what it was it was a, like a yellow and white but it was a huge one he just had it wrapped around his neck like, he's just walking around normal around everybody, like, do 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 Like, it was like, a uh, neck ooh. warmer scarf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, 
do you just walk around with that guy all the time? <laughs> they do. When I was in high school, my best friend Jessica had a ballpoint python, and she loved nothing yes. more than to take that snake and wrap it around her neck and go to the mall and freak people out. I'm like, yeah. why it are we just friends? like a python. I'm like, uh, <laughs> Is no, and we're just walking around. No local ordinance to that? <laughs> like, no, I don't think so. There are certain things you can't bring out in public. I would think snake would be on the list. Like. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for the call, Crystal. So we have a snake, a monkey, a toucan, several goats, right? Mm-hmm. We are going to move on to Info to Go coming up in 10 minutes. But I want you to have the phone number, 404-741-0985. Write that down. If at any time you <laughs> see something crazier than the aforementioned animals, you call us and let us know about it. I am fascinated. Our with suburban zoo hotlines. <laughs> <laughs> Tad and Drax are keeping up to date with everything you need to know. It's Info to Go on B98.5. Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. 824. Cloud scattered showers this morning. Dry this afternoon. 79. We're going to have heavy rain Thursday and Friday as remnants of Sally come through. What's up, Kara? We've all seen the crazy stories of these Atlanta street racers. Some of us have even been caught up in the commotion where they've stopped traffic to do burnouts and these crazy dangerous stunts. Neighbors have been super unhappy and finally things are starting to be done to combat these insane drivers. They've arrested 450 people so far and Atlanta Deputy Chief Mike O'Connor told Channel 2 Action News this problem really isn't unique to the downtown area. We've seen the most significant activity in the in the zone two space, the Buckhead area, and then coming down into upper Midtown, there tends to be a tent a lot. And now there's drifted a little bit over into East Atlanta. So nah, now nah, they've nah. <laughs> <laughs> so now they've got two task forces set up to kind of go after these crazy drivers and they've put up a bunch of different barricades and barrels in different lanes to try and stop these people. Now Drex, you're blown away by that number. Yeah. I'm curious, is it just the people who are participating, who are driving, or are they arresting the people who are standing around, setting off fireworks? I mean, this is a big old party. I'm going to go down there and look for Paul Walker. I think he's still alive. (laughs) Let's get a good feeling. (laughs) Sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. Hollywood of the South slowly getting back to business. Right now, we've got 29 different movies and TV shows in production all around town. And that's kind of a small number because typically we would have upwards of 100 different projects going on. But if you remember our celebrity insider, Awood, last week told us that the city of Atlanta has just been given the green light to go ahead and start issuing permits again, work permits. So this is all headed in a great direction. And if these productions are gearing up, that means the stars are coming back to Atlanta, too. Right now, we've got Gal Gadot, Ryan Reynolds, and his wife, Blake Lively, all in town. Um, Gal and Ryan are shooting Netflix's Red Notice with The Rock. Now, I don't think The Rock is on set because he and his family had come down with COVID a while ago. But Ryan Reynolds and his wife, Blake, just recently posted about their daily COVID test. Don't expect to see any of these people out and about because of the new COVID rules in this world that we're living in now. Most of these sets are closed and quarantined. So they may be in town, but they won't be going off the set for very... You, you think these <laughs> stars are 
like quarantining on set? Like, do you think that's pretty slummy? No, I mean, look at Tyler Perry. Some of these are being shot down in Tyler Perry studios and they've got massive, beautiful homes that they've set people up in. And I'd rather live for two weeks on a beautiful set and not get sick and get my paycheck. And Did you see Tyler Perry is uh, building his own airport. So he really, truly is going to have his own his like, own little city. ecosystem. It's gonna. It's Smart. like, oh, Tyler Perry's filming a movie. Oh, Tyler Perry has his own studio lot. He has his own airport. Tyler Perry's a cult. <laughs> Tyler Perry owns Georgia. Yeah. yeah. If you see Ryan Reynolds walking in there wearing Nikes, right? Yeah. Here's what's coming up next with Tad and Drags. Okay, this is amazing. So, you know that Carol Baskin's on Dancing with the Stars, right? Mm-hmm. What you don't know is what her, well, I guess it's ex-husband. It's her missing husband's family, Don Lewis. You know Don Lewis? Yeah. Joe Exotic said that she fed him to the, to the Tigers. Yeah. <laughs> what his family did to ruin her debut on Dancing with the Stars... B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now Tad and Direct Show. Remember when we were in, um, like, elementary school when they picked for the kickball team? Mm -hmm. And, you know, starting to get toward the end and you're still standing there and you just didn't want to get picked last. (laughs) Have you ever seen my legs, Tad? (laughs) You never got picked last. Not in kickball. Yeah. Well... The ultimate adult version of getting picked last for kickball happened last night. Could you imagine being the last dancer to be paired with a celebrity and all that's mm. left is you and Carol Baskin? Oh, oh man. Gosh. You gotta be like, <laughs> yeah, you've trained at Juilliard. You know what I mean? Like, you've been in ballet, you've traveled the world dancing, and now you're on TV with Carol Baskin. And I got to tell you, like, I want to feel bad for Carol Baskin. Because if you think about it, if any of this, if this happened to us, if we had a documentary came out where people accused us of, and maybe Carol Baskin's a wonderful person who really did want to save the cats and really did want to get the word out about this and really didn't kill her husband and <laughs> feed him to the cats, <laughs> then that would be horrible, right? This yeah. poor woman. But that's not how it is. So last night in the ultimate, like, this was genius. I can't believe I didn't think of this myself. Don Lewis was was her ex-husband who's been missing since 1997. Mm -hmm. Don Lewis's family purchased an ad (gasps) on Dancing with the Stars looking for information (laughs) leading to the arrest of Carol Baskin or whoever. And this was not, I thought, oh, it just showed in Tampa where her sanctuary or whatever yeah. is located no 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 no. this is a nationwide this was a national it aired in the first break so i don't know how oh much my it gosh, costs really oh wow you ready to listen yeah i'm donna i'm don lewis's oldest daughter we need to know what happened to our father don lewis mysteriously disappeared in 1997 his family deserves answers they deserve justice do you know who did this or if carol baskin was involved a hundred thousand dollar reward has been funded. You can call the tip line at six four six four five zero six five three zero, or call our office at eight hundred litigate. Oh my goodness! Last year in Dancing with the Stars, a thirty second commercial would have cost you ninety one thousand dollars, and then they're putting and then they're up putting up another hundred thousand dollars. Wow, where'd this money come from? And then all I could think of watching the show last night as I saw Carol 
finish dead last with only 11 points is if I'm her dance partner and I got stuck with Carol Baskin and then we came in last Mm -hmm. and now I got to keep one eye open and not really go near any meat grinders. I would live in I would live in like Arizona under a new name. (laughs) Be scared of the sardine oil. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.